What's up, everyone? Steven Jensen here. Before we get into this conversation with myself and John Mosley talking some Scenic City Invitational, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Music City Toys and Collectibles. They're the place to be for all wrestling memorabilia, whether it be autographs, DVDs, action figures, whatever you can think of, they've got you covered. They also have MMA stuff, they have Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, like a whole bunch of stuff, superhero stuff. But if you're into pro wrestling, you can't go wrong with Music City Toys and Collectibles. Make sure to check out their Facebook page. They do live sales on there, and you can check out all social media to stay up to date with everything they've got at Music City Toys. They have a new retail location as well at 101 West Main Street in Watertown, Tennessee. That's 101 West Main Street in W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N, Tennessee. New website is musiccitytoys.biz. So support them because they support us. Once again, thank you to Music City Toys and Collectibles. Also, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to check out all their contests on the website and follow them on all social media at WrestleRumble to stay up to date with all their contests and all of their giveaways and raffles. And shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen, who is a owner at Steel Boxing and Athletics, a gym in Atlanta, Georgia. Make sure to hit him up on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Whether you're looking to throw hands, get in better shape, lose weight, whatever the case is, even if you have any kind of neurological issue, uh, Brian specializes in, in people who have MS, Parkinson's, dystonia, a wide range of, of things Brian can help you with. If you want to learn how to you know, even compete at an amateur or professional level in any kind of combat sport, Brian's got you covered. Hit him up on Instagram at BoxingATL. He can help you in person if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area. If you're not, he can help you online. So hit up Brian Jensen right now at Boxing ATL on Instagram. With that all being said, kick back, relax, enjoy this conversation with myself and John Mosley right here on the Fight Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. Today, I have jumping Johnny Mosley with me. We're going to be talking Scenic City Invitational. The tournament is this weekend, Friday night for night one, Saturday night for night two. We got the future showcase in between on Saturday afternoon. So we're going to give you our predictions, or I don't know how much of a prediction Mose can give because he's a part of these shows, but I'll definitely mm-hmm. give you my predictions for these shows, and we're going to talk about the talent involved before we get started on, on all that, Moe's, how you doing, man? Feeling good, man. Ready for tomorrow. Uh, Thursday night is our um, the, the kickoff for TWE. And then, yeah, man, the, the big the big SCI weekend, bro. Um, I've called a futures show before, but this will be my, my first time joining the SCI uh, commentary booth. So I'm really, really excited. Yeah, man, I'm excited for you. It's Honestly, like my favorite weekend of wrestling every year. We also have the IWTV 100 show on Sunday. So like, right. there's a, a lot of great stuff going on this weekend. Shout out to Daniel Garcia, who we're going to talk about in a second. But he's going to be on AW Dynamite Wrestling tonight. And then he's going to be on the SCI tournament, potentially on Friday and Saturday, depending on how the tournament goes. Then Sunday, he's wrestling Wheeler Yuta for the IWTV Championship. So, <laughs> I mean, huge week, week and weekend for that dude. Um, as for so many others that we're going to talk about and the only bummer about this weekend, the only bummer at all is I'm so used to the idea of sup on Sunday afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I want Southern underground pro back ASAP, but it sounds like it's going to be October, right? Yeah. It sounds like October, obviously, uh, it's a, we're going to see and fill out, um, COVID protocols and everything. It sounds like, you know, we may be kind of going back to uh, less fans and all that. And I know the SUP Brain Trust really want this 
show they have planned to have fans and all that so the plan right now i know is october so hopefully we can um, we can make that happen hell yeah looking forward to that coming back but that said senior city invitational sci tournament chattanooga tennessee um just really quick as when it comes to TWE, you were saying that that show is probably going to be available next week taped. So people can still watch that hopefully in the next week or so. Correct. Hopefully within the next week, 10 days, something like that. Um, you'll be able to watch it because it is like, there's some really good matchups. I know there's some surprises. Uh, it's, it's going to be a really, really big TWE show. And then we have our biggest show of the year in just a couple of weeks. That'll also be on IWTV uh, recorded for IWTV. So, Big month for for TWE. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this show um, Thursday night will be up by next weekend, so everyone can enjoy. Hell yeah, man! Good stuff. Um, yeah, and just also just shout out. I'll throw it out there too for just any indie wrestling fans listening. And this is a huge weekend just for all indie wrestling. I mean, over on Fight TV this weekend, you got VXS, AAW, yep. and GCW as well. So, I mean. If you can't find one show that you like out of those like seven that I've just mentioned, um, I just don't know if wrestling's for you at this point. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm gonna watch every one of these shows, and I'm also gonna watch UFC 265. Uh, I'll be doing yeah. the live the live watch along for Fightful on Saturday night, so that'll be a uh, YouTube YouTube.com slash Fightful. It'll be me and Jamie Kilstein, uh, the comedian, going on there and uh, watching uh, the co-main and the main event fights this weekend. So a lot of good stuff for combat sports. Um, but that all being said, dude, I think we should start off with futures and then yes. we'll go into the actual tournament. So the future showcase, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like the, um, how do it's, it's, it's kind of, a, it's, it's hard to even explain because it's meant to be something where it's like kind of the lesser known names who might, you might see in the main tournament, like in, in, you know, in years after, Mm-hmm. But the way that it's worked out lately is, you know, we had Marco Stunt win it, and he was with AEW not long after that. We've had Manders win it. He's been doing a lot of stuff with GCW and all over the place. Uh, earlier this year, or I guess technically last year, they did um, uh, the they did the action showcase version, right? And they had Nolan Edward was was the winner of that. So there's like, it's not even like. I guess the point is, I think it's it was initially meant to be like once again a futures showcase, but some of these futures wind up blowing up faster than people in the actual tournament sometimes. So I mean, this is a this is a big a tournament for the winners of this as well. Oh, no doubt about it, and especially uh, this year, there are a couple of names in that future showcase that you're looking at and saying. Man, they, you could, you know, no one, I don't think anyone would have batted an eye if Billy Starks or a Hoodfoot um, were in the actual SCI tournament. So this might be the most loaded field to date, honestly. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And we'll start off yeah, going through these talents. Like, I'll, I'll name them off and we'll, we'll do some deep dives. Like, you mentioned Billy Starks and Hoodfoot. We got Wisp, sorry, Whisper, right? Yeah, the Whisper. The Whisper. Okay, his name's like kind of cut off of what I'm looking at. I was I was confused there for a second. You got Ron Bass Jr., you got Eli Knight, Chase Holiday, Landon Hale, Robert Martyr, and Hardway Heater was going to be a part of the tournament. He just had surgery, so you know we've been thinking about Hardway Heater, and obviously you're very close to him, KOBK. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know he won't be involved, obviously, and we hope for a speedy recovery for him. Um, and in his place is Sir Knight. Yes, sir. 
Sir Nightmare Donovan. Uh, I, I'm very excited for him to, to be on this stage. Uh, I've got to know Merrick a little bit the last probably six months. He's been popping up more and more. Great attitude, one that he, he comes to shows to help out, even if he's not booked. Uh, has a great attitude about everything. And I can tell you, I uh, talked to Heater late last night, and even he he got the blessing uh, to, to Sir, Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. Even Heater said, you know, I, I hate that I can't be there. It sucks, but I'm really happy uh, that Merrick was able to to get the spot. And so that's a, that's a big tip of the cap from all, all of us. So, yeah, anyone not familiar with Sir Knight Merrick Donovan, uh, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Great energy. Uh, very fun to watch. I thought he killed a man with a back body drop a few months ago. It was awesome. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> so they got a good replacement for Heater. Yes. Um, you know, there's some really damn good talent in this one. I mean, Robert Martyr's been blowing up lately. Uh, he's kind of been like a protege to Daniel Garcia. And I just mentioned, you know, how much Daniel Garcia is blowing up. Yeah, Red Death, big fan. Um, you mentioned Hoodfoot. Like, I, I feel like Hoodfoot... Me and you have talked about this privately. I was really surprised that Hoodfoot was in this and not the the main tournament. Like, I feel like he's already, especially when you, if anyone watches Paradigm Pro and stuff, like, he's he's one of the top guys in some other companies. Like, I really think he probably should have been in the main tournament, if I'm being honest. Um, I could say probably the same about Billy Starks. I just think the thing with Billy was there was, like, the, there was, like, the, uh, like the how like the crowd demand for her in futures. Like mm-hmm. people on Twitter were like, we want to see Billy in futures, so they put Billy in futures. Like um, Chase Holiday, Lost Boys, uh, him and Hoodfoot, right? So it's like the two of them could potentially go at it. That could be interesting. Um, any thoughts on this field or any? Because uh, I don't know a ton about Whisper or Hale. I've seen a little bit of Eli Knight and Ron Bass Jr. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ron Bass Jr. for hanging out with us on the uh, the Twitch channel the other day. That was cool. So. Yeah, shout out Ron. Ron, great. Again, great attitude. Wants it really bad. Putting the work in. Um, very excited to see what what kind of matchups we get with him uh, because he, again, really, he he understands what it means to be in this tournament, especially at his, at his young age. And uh, he's really wanting to, to kind of grab the ball and run with it. So very excited for Ronnie Bass. Yeah, I saw the Whisper live. Um, uh, back uh fourth of july weekend i caught him at an h2o show super athletic it was a great match uh i i he's in one that i haven't seen a ton of live i've seen a lot of on film uh but just seeing him live man it's really exciting um how fluid he is uh, the whisper so same way just with all these matchups they can do a lot of fun stuff with uh with whisper um I haven't seen a ton of, of hell. I, I, again, I've seen him clips, but I've, I don't think I've seen him live maybe once, if that. Uh, so that's where I'm excited, man. Anytime I can get to a show and maybe I don't know a lot about somebody, I love learning that. Like uh, you mentioned the last Futures uh, 2020 that they did, there was a couple talents there that I hadn't seen live, and uh, and it made it that much better. Like, man, I, I got really excited seeing them kind of do what they do. So uh, that's another part of this this uh, future setup that I love is, um, you know, we've mentioned some names that I know probably the the, the, the vast majority, especially Martyr. You've mentioned Martyr. I mean, he's it feels like he's on every promotion right now. Um, Robert Martyr, man. Uh, I mean, anywhere northeast, Midwest, South, like I guess you got to get him out west and he'll have the whole dom- uh, domestic U.S. covered. Um, but he's the one that's a very. Um, 
watch out for on this tournament because you see a lot of size. Chase Holiday, big guy. Hoodfoot, big guy. Bronny Bass, big guy. But the, Robert Martin knows how to kind of use your body against you. You mentioned the tutelage of Daniel Garcia. So uh, Robert Martin might be one that I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, we've seen him. But like, you know, you see him in there in the ring with these big guys, you may think, Oh, well, well, that might be that. Um, so I, Robert Martyr might be my, um, my, my dark horse going into this because of that, because of who he's been in there with the last few months, because of just soaking up everything he can from Red Death. Um, I, I just, I think it's a great field. Uh, I'm very excited to see, you know, like you said, Billy, that this, it feels like a two year story now of, of Billy and futures and, and anytime we can get Hoodfoot in there, um, man, you know it's going to be a good time. Eli Knight, uh, we've seen him in action here a lot recently. Very athletic, very confident young man. Another one that I think the the majority of our audience that uh, if they don't know Eli Knight, uh, they will and, and probably going to really search out some of his matches after the weekend. Hell yeah, man. So much good stuff there. Um, do you know who's going to win this or no? Like already? I do. I do not know. I feel like I know, but that's just because of how I, when you're living this, like I just, I think I know how everyone's kind of booking like this point, maybe not everybody, but I watch enough that I kind of feel like I know where we're going. Um, but I don't know anything outside of, I know, I think I know all the, the first round matchups, but that's all I know. Okay. So as far as like a prediction for this thing, like, if I had to narrow it down to, like, a top three, I would definitely, like, for my personal, like, who I think could potentially win, has the best chance of winning, I would say Hoodfoot, Starks, and Martyr would be, like, the top three for me. Um, but, I like I mentioned before, I feel like Hoodfoot is already a big enough, and so it's like, do you, and same with Billy, like, Billy's all over the place, so, like, do you go with Hoodfoot, for instance, because like he seems to make the most sense on paper because he's like kind of the most accomplished of the rest of the group currently. Mm-hmm. Or do you go with someone like Robert Martyr, who's who is making a lot of waves out there, but could also use the win even more than the rest of them because that just puts him, you know what I mean? It's like people know him already, but then he can also, you know, SCI futures. That's like it's a new you know, put you up another onto a kind of another level, you know what I mean? And like Robert may be able to use that more than someone like Hoodfoot, for instance. So it's hard for me to call because of that reason. No, I agree. That's what makes it so tough. Uh, Depends on how we want to go and and what we want to do with this and that. But it does, man, it does make it tough because um, you do. I've heard a lot of people tell me that they do think that Hoodfoot's the favorite and Hoodfoot really um, is is the, the one in this tournament. Um, and that's it's hard to uh, it's hard to disagree with because of everything we've seen. But at the same time, um, you've got this hungry, hungry talent coming up that really want it. It's going to make for a really good kind of battle of uh, of, you know, you guys, have, you know, th- this talent. We're seeing you all over IWTV like I want to be seen now, like let me shine a little bit. So um, I'm very, very fired up to see how this ends up shaking out, because. Like you said, it, it's hard. Those three you rattled off, man, those are all three you could absolutely see winning this tournament um, and not really batting an eye for different reasons. So I'll say if, uh, uh, there's a couple things I'd like for them to give me during this for the okay. futures. Cool. I want to see, and it not necessarily has to be like these matchups, but like I, I want to see these people involved in the same matches at some point to see them kind of interact and go back and forth. 
I want to see stuff between Robert Martyr and Eli Knight because I think that could be really interesting. Yeah, I want to I want to see stuff between Ron Bass Jr. and Hoodfoot, oh. and I want to see something potentially where because you mentioned Whisper is an H two O guy, right? Yeah, yeah, like, he, I saw him at H two O. He's been there a bunch, I believe. Maybe he attacks Billy because everyone knows the link with Billy and and Mathers, and like Mathers is an H two O guy. I don't yeah, know. He is. He Maybe is. something think, like that. That could be fun. Um. I don't see with with Heater being out. I I don't know if they've just plugged um, Merrick in that match or what. I can tell you that of what I I think I know the matches that they were um, recently that I was told. Uh, I think you're going to be very very pleased with what they do with Billy's first round matchup um, because. I don't think they're really holding back like the the SCI brain trust or the I guess the futures brain trust SCI action futures brain trust. Um, they're really throwing they're throwing Billy Starks in the deep water right out of the gate, man. Good because she can handle it. Like mm-hmm. she, you know what I mean. I have full. I mean, it's it is mind blowing that she's like 16 years old. It like really is because she's so damn good already. Um, man. So I my my prediction I'm gonna go Hoodfoot like I gotta go he the second he was announced for the tournament it didn't even matter to me who else got announced at that point as far as like a prediction I just figured Hoodfoot's in this thing he's got to win it all like I've said before I think Billy Starks and Robert Martyr also very good options but I just I gotta stick with my pick and got, I gotta go Hoodfoot Mo Atlas is my prediction I love it man uh, shout out Hoodfoot I, I'm very excited to get to hang with the the legend himself. Yeah, for sure. And it could be interesting if things come down to him and Holiday, because they're still tagging, right? I mean, there's a lot of really interesting parts with that. Of course, they all have a history with Billy. And then, um, of course, Ron Bass has tried to paradigm a lot. So there's some history there. Uh, I know Robert Martyr has crossed paths with some of these guys. So there's all kinds of little just uh, we're kind of like sprinkling in kind of story throughout all these talents. And then, um, like I said, you've got the guys we're not really talking about, like a in hell, like an Eli Knight. And, and of course the newly um, put in Sir Nightmare Donovan, who are looking to make a splash right out of the gate, man. I'm excited. Again, we talked about how loaded this field is for futures. I think Hoodfoot is a very solid prediction. Um, if I, man, if I were on the outside looking in, I think that would probably be my, I would probably, I would probably say your three would probably be my uh, three favorites as well. There you go. So my official prediction Hoodfoot Mo Atlas. Bose can't make a prediction because he might know too much. Um, but he likes my picks, so that's good. I do. I and do. um, and this show will be happening on Saturday afternoon. It says doors open at 1.30 p.m. and it show starts at 2 p.m. I'm assuming that's central time. Being... Actually, I, I believe it's Eastern because it's Chattanooga. Oh, Chattanooga is Eastern, isn't it? Yes. Um, so that'll probably be all Eastern, my man. I always get confused with Chattanooga and Nashville being so close and also between Atlanta. So, yeah. okay. Yep. So we, so Eastern time. So one thirty PM uh, is when doors open. If you're going to be there live show starts at 2 PM and it'll be live to view on IWTV use code fight talk. Um, all right. Let's talk about the main tournament, dude. Let's do it. Woo, so the SCI tournament, this is honestly, in my opinion, this is like the most prestigious tournament in independent wrestling i know some people might disagree but like that's that's how i see it um they have they got some competition though this year for me for like top tournament though because you know obviously this tournament hasn't happened yet i I expect it to be incredible but there was a great tournament earlier this year over wrestlemania weekend 
a one night tournament, two shows. That's right. I, I, ICW no holds barred. That tournament fucking ruled. Rule. Like so, the, so SCI actually has a little competition I think this year, and and I not that the two are directly competing. It's just like a competition in my own mind because I, I love because <laughs> I like the the no holds barred uh, tournament so much, but. Um, I, I think SCI, once again, it's, it's my go-to tournament. Like if, if I was still living in Nashville or if, you know, I wasn't working for the UFC on Saturday, like I, I would absolutely be there live for this, but luckily I can watch it on independentwrestling.tv. Um, but man, this is a stacked tournament. I'm just going to go down the list that I've got here. Um, no particular order, just kind of what, what order is on my, on my screen here. We got Cabana Man Dan versus Jeremy Wyatt in the first round. Man, CMD's been having a hell of a year. Uh, I love his gimmick change or kind of his attitude change over recent years. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Wyatt is a dude who's been killing it pretty much everywhere, but you don't really see him a lot in the Southeast, I feel like. Um, But he's been great for a long time. I, I remember him, I can't remember what company it was, but he had like the pure title. Um... And he, it was like, it was really, he was really, really damn good with it. I can't, I can't remember what, what promotion it was for off the top of my head, but I know Jeremy Wyatt's a guy that's got to be on the SCI's radar for a long time. Cause I know I, I see Dylan Hales tweet about him a lot, or at least, mm-hmm. you know, have throughout the years. Um, so this is a tough one to call. What do you think about this matchup? And then I'll give you a prediction. I love it because it's two uh, absolute great talents that have been underappreciated for years. You've had, the South really shouting about Dan for a while. You've had the Midwest really shouting about Jeremy Wyatt for a while. So two guys who understand and probably hate being told at this point. I mean, after so many years of being told, man, we can't believe you're not everywhere like that, that starts to weigh on you. So both these guys, man, looking to, to, uh, to really come out and show that a both are as good as everyone says they are. And then B that I'm just better than you in there. And I couldn't, I, I'm probably to say this with just about every first round matchup, but like these two could have, this could have been a final matchup. You know what I'm saying? Like n- none of us would have been sh- shocked if it came down to like Dan and Jeremy at the end because of how talented they are. So uh, I, this is without a doubt one that like completely circled, uh, going to be a clinic. Can't wait. And the title I was trying to think of, it just came back to me, was the Gateway Heritage Champion. That's right. I was trying that, to too. That's the belt that Jeremy, and I think he still holds that. I think and he it, does too. And if he does, we're talking like probably three years or so with that belt, because pretty much ever since I've known about him for the most part, well, I shouldn't say that. He's been wrestling for a long time. But like when I started seeing a lot of people tweeting about him, I guess I should say, had to have been a few years ago. And we're talking... I mean, that's impressive as hell. I did not know he was even still the champion because, you know, I was watching him defend that title years ago, it feels like. So good for Jeremy Wyatt. Um, As far as a prediction goes, this is tough because, like, I know that people who put these shows together are big fans of both these guys, as as with with everybody on the show. But, like, I feel like I got to go CMD. Like, he's, he's just too, he's too much of a staple of, you know, the Southeast of, you know, Alabama, Georgia, mm-hmm. Tennessee. It's, and I think Wyatt's going to get great exposure coming here for, for our, for what I say, our audiences. Cause I'm within that kind of demographic as well. So like, I, it, it would do good things for Wyatt to win, but I think CMD is just so established here 
that I feel like he needs to get through, at least through the first round of this tournament and, and maybe go on a run and potentially win the whole thing. I don't know who I have winning for sure yet. I'm going to, I'm not going to have my mind made up on this until we get like to the end of this podcast. So, <laughs> um, but I got to go CMD as my prediction in this one, but I think it's going to be a great technical matchup. No doubt. And again, either wh- whoever comes out of that match could be, you know, the favorite or, uh, or not like that's the beauty of this tournament, right? I mean, if they beat the hell out of each other and you, you come out of a war of attrition and then uh, night two, man, someone's a little fresher. Like that's, that's what makes the, this combat, the, the sport of it so entertaining, but now nah, just on face value, whoever wins this match could very well be the favorite to win the whole thing, which is nuts. Yeah. And, and something we need to mention too, is like, there's also the possibility of a draw because they, if, 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 if there's no winner, neither advances. And then the, the, um, alternate would would come in like last year or two years ago technically when they when they did the the most recent tournament warhorse got in as an alternate and made it all the way to the finals because there was a draw between was it kurt stallion and who was it it was a really good matchup i i could have sworn it was kurt stallion and somebody else um man i can't remember off the top of my head someone listening to this will definitely know um but there was there was a draw and then it was like, okay, well, alternate. And I and I, I don't know all the people that will be involved in, like, the match to determine the alternate this year. But I think we both saw that Orion Bishop is, is going to be one of them, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. See, they're doing, like, a scramble um, or a battle. I, 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 barely, I can't remember the wording. But there is, like, a scramble or a battle royal or something on – maybe it is a scramble on day two – uh, Orion Bishop has been announced for. I'm not sure if anyone else has. Okay, I wonder if I can uh, if I can pull up last year. I'm going to pull up last year's tournament just so I can see what match I'm trying to think of. Um, 2019. Was it a Lynch brother and Anthony Henry? Ooh, maybe that was it. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Joey. Joey Lynch and. and- Anthony, and that might have been a draw. That's that's probably it. Let me just double check here. I can't like I the, everything I'm looking at is so out of order. Oh yeah, it was. It was Joey Lynch versus Anthony Henry. They went to a time limit draw in uh, 2019. And, that was exactly it. Yeah. And then day two, they had a tag match, uh, the Lynch Bros against uh, Work Horseman. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's right. Yep. yep. So okay, good deal. We're all cleared up on all that. Um, a little confusing sometimes with the SCI, but but when you watch it live, it all makes sense. Um, the next match, this is just smart booking, in my opinion. We got John Davis versus Logan Creed. Like, oh. like you might as well just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you got both the guys <laughs> at the tournament. Like, have have the you know, proverbial hoss fight, if you will. I mean, you're going to get that with Derek Neal and Eric Royal as well. Um, so really good, really good booking stylistically in the first round. Um, John Davis, the dude who I know you're a big fan of, um, you know, a a legitimate badass, uh, a dude who I would, if, if I don't want to fight any of these wrestlers, trust me, but like, he'd be like the last one I'd point at to, to, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about messing with this dude. Um, John Davis and and guys like Schlack and stuff are kind of in like their own group for me of like a different level of just like scary. Um, and then Logan Creed. Same kind of way, except a lot of people might not know. We see him often on MLW as Mads Kruger. Um, a lot of people, I think, are kind of 
myself included, to be honest, I'm not a huge Mads Kruger fan on MLW. I, he's, he's booked so much as like a Frankenstein monster type guy mm-hmm. that I just I'm just not that into the gimmick. But him as Logan Creed, he's actually got a lot more talent than what he's able to show on MLW, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this matchup, especially for people who might not even know that he's Mads Kruger or, or might not have put that together. Because I know I didn't realize it at first. I think me and you were talking one day and I was talking about Logan and I was like, man, how is Logan Creed not signed anywhere? Like this dude's big and he moves around great. And like, he, I mean, he looks really solid and he just has a lot of potential. And you were like, yeah, but they got him under the hood and like MLW. And I was like, oh my God, is he Mads Kruger? <laughs> I was like, no way. I didn't even, somehow I didn't even put that together. Um, so I love this matchup. Uh, what do you think about this one? And then I'll give you my prediction. Yeah, great matchup. Uh, Logan, very athletic. He likes to, to throw that big body around. John Davis, uh, just a, a human battering ram. I mean, like, I, I just, I love watching John Davis because everything, everything he throws, like, has ill intent. And that's my kind of wrestling. Uh, I, I can't, I mean, this is one that uh, when I first saw the matchup, it just kind of was like, holy, okay, we're, we're doing that now. And now that we're getting closer and closer to it, it does, it, it really has, again, that main event feel. Um, and I know John made a post yesterday, the day before, that, you know, the, the might as well as throw two guys in there that could win the whole thing. And it feels like that's every first round matchup. Um, I can't, I just, I don't even know where to go with this one because of, I mean, both these guys are always used to being the big guy and they're, they're going to be looking across from another big, big, big human being. It just lends itself to like, I mean, chaos. I think we're going to get chaos in this match. I think we're going to get violence. Uh, it's going to be who can survive who. That, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Love the matchup. When I saw both these guys announced for the tournament, like this is the first round match I wanted for both guys. So like SCI, give me exactly what I want. Um, for the fans. For the people. Yes, for sure. For sure. I... These are all so hard to call. Like, literally, I'm going to, I, it's a coin flip, man. Yeah, it really not, is. None of these first round matchups, I have like any confidence in my prediction because it's like, either way, I could see, I could see why it would make sense for either person. Um, so that said, mm, I'm going to go John Davis. I know, I know we see Logan Creed a lot and like action and stuff. Um, he's still working action, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, uh, they got a big tag team match coming up. He's tag teaming with Matt Sells. Matt Six Sells. Oh, there you go. Drinking beers in the parking lot. Let's go. Um, uh, but I also feel like it's like you're bringing in John Davis. And, like, I know he's got a lot of fans around here, too. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where, like, part of me wants to pick Creed because of how often we see him in this area. But it's also like John Davis is like very well established everywhere himself. And he was a part of that ICW no holds bar tournament. I was just talking was. about, yep. I, I'm going to go John Davis. Um, I love the matchup though, but I, I'm going to go with John Davis. Um, after that, AC Mac taking oh, on God. big beef <sighs> and big beef was a replacement for Nolan Edward, who was right. originally going to be in the tournament. Um, AC Mack, for those of you who don't know, might be new to the SCI brand or the Action brand or even the SUP brand and any of these companies in the Southeast. AC Mack is a very heavily spotlighted wrestler in our area. 
Um, he's a guy who, you know, the longtime action wrestling champion. Uh, he was the sub champion. He almost won the SCI la- or the last time they did it. He made it to the finals. Came down to him and uh, Makabe as the final two. Uh, he won the SCI uh, Rumble uh, leading yep. into the tournament the last time. Um, AC Mack is uh, he's legitimately like one of the top guys in this area. Big Beef is a dude who's I mean he's really blowing up lately, um, and it's great to see. He, he's super talented, big dude. Bring something different to the table. He's got a different look about him, a different kind of attitude about him. I love I love this because it's a it, this is a real stylistic clash of of styles. Like I, two very different wrestlers in my opinion. And AC Mack really really is the kind of guy who within the SCI world we usually see him just get his ass kicked and then cheat to win. Like he usually just gets beat down, then he'll like kick you in the dick and roll you up. And it's like, oh, really? Like he didn't do anything and he won again. <laughs> um, he literally won the SCI Rumble by coming in number thirty when everyone else was already eliminated. Like I mean, that's just so. Um, <laughs> so I think Big Beef is gonna bring a good performance. I think he's gonna get a lot of offense in. I think it's gonna be like ninety percent offense uh, for for Big Beef. But at the end of the day, AC Mack's gonna find a way to win. So I gotta take AC Mack. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Uh, I just want to shout out Beef real quick. You got here saying Beef, great guy. Uh, been really just fighting to be a part of this business and be seen more for years now. Been putting in great performances. Just human, another one, just a human, like, violent concoction is what Beef is. I was shocked. Like, when when Mac needed a new opponent, I figured they would reshuffle, and obviously they hadn't announced everybody yet. So when Beef got put in there and it was Beef versus Mac, I was just like, okay, like, I kind of couldn't believe that they're throwing Mac in there with Beef um, because of everything you just said, because Mac always trying to be a step ahead, but how can you be a step ahead of crazy freak Beef? I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just want to shout out Beef. Uh, you know, we, we all know how, how um, just great Mac has been, how... Uh, He's been a staple um, for years now. Um, I, I I don't know if I could pick against him if I was you. Like, Mac, it's hard to pick against him in anything. Um, but the main thing for everybody else in this competition is, you know, I think everyone smiled knowing if AC Mac's going to find a way to, to get out of beef, um, he's still going to take a, a big, big, big old ass whooping before. So, yeah, any anybody that is not a fan of AC Mac definitely want to tune in for this one. Yes, until the final bell rings, because they'll probably yeah, still wind up winning. You're probably right. Yeah, that's probably the, the if we're in Vegas, I'm I'm with you. Like I'm probably betting the same, but like those those few minutes before are gonna be just like like just chops and like loud thuds, and then Mac just like ow. Like it's gonna be cool. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like Mac's a great worker. It's just the, it's just the the kind of the the character he is um he's fantastic on the microphone fantastic great um amazing on the mic and he had a really uh really uh high energy match with alan angels at an action show not too too long ago um that we saw a little bit more you know a little bit more out of mac than we have in a while because like you're saying he just hasn't had to show it exactly and yeah shout out to alan angels five of the dark order five yeah um so yeah i've got ac mac over big beef but yeah i'm glad to see beef in the tournament though like he's a hell of a replacement for nolan um after that we have graham bell taking on daniel garcia oh this one 
yeah, this one you definitely got to circle. This is, I've already talked a bit about Daniel Garcia. I mean, I'll say it one more time. The dude is wrestling on Dynamite tonight at the time of this recording. He's going to be wrestling Graham Bell on Friday night, potentially wrestling Saturday night if it gets past Graham. Then on Sunday, wrestling Wheeler Yuta for the IWTV Championship at IWTV 100. Um, this this is it, Garcia is like a prime example of a guy right now where like enjoy him while you can because I yep. really he's not going to be around the Indies much longer or or if he is like it'll be less frequent because you know there's certain companies now that'll that'll let you work Indies still even though you're under contract so it might not be the last we see of Daniel Garcia on the Indies but. Um, I think we'll be seeing him a lot more often on mainstream television going forward is kind of, I guess, where my mind's at with him. He's just super talented and he he shot through the ranks very quickly. And, uh, you know, I am a believer in talent over or sorry. uh, Yeah. Talent over tenure. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I think there's a lot to be said about people who like, you know, grind and grind and grind and finally get get their due. Like, I think that's very respectable. But there's also certain dudes like an MJF or like a Daniel Garcia type guy where it's like the talent's there. They're still young. They're, they have they're not even in their prime yet. And they're already this good. Like you got to you just got to, you know, you got to you got to push them. You just have to. They're, you have it, to. It's und, it's undeniable. Um, Graham Bell is a guy I'm a very big fan of. Um, I, my probably my favorite match last year, especially for talking like independent wrestling, was him and Manders at action. Um Awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, man, for people who don't know Graham Bell, the dude, I think he's changed his theme music recently, but he used to come out to like another one bites the dust. Yeah. He, and I think he comes out to like, um, Chevelle, I think now maybe. Okay. But he totes, he totes a literal bazooka. Yep. Um, and it, it he can fire it off and everything. It's pretty yep. awesome. Um, comes out and like, like goggles and like a trench coat type thing. I mean, like strange cat, very strange cat, but very strange cat. so much fun to watch wrestle because he also brings in this like all Japan style, like into his matches too. He has like this strong style arsenal and he also does the, the he does like the elbow, like the, the reverse. Oh my God. I'm, I'm the blanking. Tip, the Tenru Elbow? The Tenru Elbow. I blanked yeah. on the name. Yes, he does the Tenru Elbow, which I think I just mark out for. Like, yeah, that's the same. You know, no one no one does, the, does those elbows like that anymore, it seems like. So, I mean, I'm a huge fan of this matchup. I'm, I can't say enough good things about both guys. I really can't. Like, the, this is two of my favorite wrestlers in the world right now, if I'm being completely honest. So, this is a tough one to call, but I want to get your thoughts, then I'll make a prediction. Yeah, it's... Uh... Without a doubt, one of my matches most looking forward to. Two guys I always enjoy watching in there. Uh, the kicks of Graham Bell, uh, the everything of, of Daniel Garcia, the the fact that, you know, he can he can throw with you. Uh, if he gets on the ground with you, Garcia knows what he's doing. Um, it's a great battle of styles. It's a great, it's just a, another main event match, man. This could have been, you know, a main event on any other show. It's a first round matchup here. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I don't even want us to talk more about it because i just i'm ready to get there i'm ready for this one yeah yeah i'm pumped and this is going to be a great stylistic match you're going to have oh, Graham yeah. bell's strong style versus Daniel garcia's like mma based style oh this is a tough one to call like i would i would probably go Daniel garcia if i didn't know how much he had on his plate the rest of the weekend okay like you know it's but it's also like do you have him lose at the sci 
and then have him win the IWTV title, even though, because, like, it's on the same platform, and a lot of the same people are going to watch both shows. So, like, do you keep Yano Garcia looking super strong throughout the tournament, and, like, maybe even wins the whole SCI and then wins the IWTV title? Or is he about to get signed to, like, AEW, and, like, it wouldn't make any sense for him to be the IWTV champ? And that's what's so interesting about him versus Wheeler, is both of them are in the same boat right now. Like, mm-hmm. both could potentially be heading to AEW, so there's really no clear tell on like someone losing the title or anything um man i'm gonna go i'm gonna say grand bell gets a big a big win here um i'm gonna say grand bell gets it done because i think it it establishes graham even more as like a legitimate threat and as more of a top guy and garcia is still going to be getting an iwtv title shot on Sunday and it would give him Saturday to rest up for that, not have to have him go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not that, not that I think he would like, I think he would prefer to, to keep working as often as possible. Like I, you know, but I, I, I could see them maybe, maybe because of the circumstance, but also like, I don't want to take anything away from Graham Bell. Like he deserves a win anyways. Like he's a guy who's been working his ass off for years, especially in this area. Um, So, you know what? I'm going to go Graham Bell over Daniel Garcia in this one. Oh shit, man! I can't wait. I know it's a tough one to call, especially because like Garcia's just been so well established, and he's just—I mean, like I said, I mean when you're when you're popping up on dynamite, it's like you know that there's big things around the corner, you know, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to you know at least most people. So yeah, I'm, but I gotta go. I gotta go, Graham, and I and I'll be very happy for Graham if he gets this win because like I like I said, I'm a very big fan and I have been for years. I remember the first time I saw him at SUP, like it was like me. I think me and you were probably standing right next to each other, and we're just like, this guy's got a fucking bazooka. Like what <laughs> the fuck? This guy rules. Like, um, and then he was great in the ring, and he keeps getting better in the ring. Also, like he's constantly yes. improving. Um, so I'm gonna take Graham Bell over Daniel Garcia. After that, we have this is a this one's very hard to call for a lot of reasons, and it's going to be a hell of a quote unquote hoss fight, if you will. Derek Neal versus Eric Royal. So you got the current action champion Derek, or sorry, current action champion Eric Royal, the current New South champion Derek Neal. Yep. In an SCI ring, so it's kind of neutral ground for both guys. It is. Yep. Um, but both work with a lot of these same talents, like whether it be in New South or in action. So it's like, there's really no clear cut, like neither guy is, is, I, I guess similar kind of with, when I want to talk about like Cabana Mandan and Jeremy Wyatt, like Cabana Mandan is much more of like a Southeast guy. You know what I mean? But when you look at like Derek Neal and Eric Royal, they're both Southeast guys that look, that work for like sister promotions of the SCI already. So like, Either one makes total sense to win. And both have pretty similar styles. I mean, they're both big dudes who hit really hard. Eric Royal was the one to, you know, win the the action championship from AC Mack, which we were talking about him being the longtime champion earlier. Derek Neal is on, what, his third title reign with the the New South title, the, the big title belt. I believe so, yeah. Um, Man, who do you take to win? And then I also take into account, like, who books these shows – and I'm like, well, you know, do I lean more royal because of that? Or do I, but like Derek Neal's doing a lot around here lately too. And he's been doing more in SUP lately also. So like, it really feels really down the middle as far as like, I can't really get a feel for like who I think the guy's booking would, would want to win more because I think it's pretty, 
I don't think there's really much bias one way or another because they're both kind of our guys at this point. Yes. So this is uh, this one is super super difficult to to predict. Give me your thoughts and I'll make a prediction. Right, you, I mean, you read my mind. It's two champions, two fighting champions uh, that have have defended those titles whenever they've needed to. Two of the most underrated guys um, in the South as a whole. I mean. We're seeing Derek pop up more and more. You're seeing it Paradigm. Like you're saying, you're seeing him at SUP. Um, he just had a big uh, debut for St. Louis Anarchy. So um, He beat Warhorse in his debut over there. Yeah, He absolutely did. He beat Warhorse. Uh, so that, that, mean, that means a hell of a lot, especially in that territory. So, um, yeah, very happy for Derek. Happy he's, he's starting to kind of get out more and people are starting to listen and, and – you know, for years, people have been saying how good Derek Neal is, and now we're seeing him more places. So in a way, it feels like Eric is almost in the Derek, is, is kind of found himself in the Derek Neal of a year or two ago of like outside of action. You don't really see Eric Royal a ton of places, but you should. He's so good. He's got this amazing like size to him, but very athletic. Uh, obviously, this performance against Maccabe over WrestleMania weekend was was nuts. Um, so it is, man. It feels like a very a very coin flip could go either way. And, and no matter what, either one of these guys, they're going to have a big win over um, their opponent after this. It's going to be a big feather in the cap. Yeah, and that makes for like an impossible prediction because like this <laughs> this one, I I could literally just flip a coin. Um, Part of me leans more towards Royal because of how how linked, you know, SCI and Action are, you know, because it's like it's Action's champion. But, I mean, at the same time, like, we saw Brett Eisen lose during the SCI while he was the Bone Storm champion and defended the belt the, the next day in Nashville. True. You know, so it's like, can I even have that line of thinking? And then Derek Neal is, I mean, once again, I mean, it's not like New South is, I mean, they're they're basically a sister promotion at this point with all these others as well. So it's like, oh, I don't know. I, uh, my heart's telling me Derek Neal for some reason, but my mind's telling me Eric Royal. I'm really torn on it. Um, it's a I good matchup it. then. It is. It's. I mean, this is a perfect matchup. Um I just don't see Action having Eric Royal lose a one-on-one match right now with that title, especially with what it took to get that off of AC and everything in the way that they've built Eric Royal. And I just, I got to go with Eric Royal. But this, like, literally, I could literally just flip a coin, and I'm fine with either prediction. But I'm going to take Royal. I think this is going to be, you know what? If any matchup on this whole tournament has the potential to be a draw, this is probably it. I would agree. Like, there's a very good chance that these guys do they go the full 20 minutes? Like I, I, that's actually my main prediction. I think this will be a draw. Um, but if I have to make a pick, I'm going to take Eric Royal. So oh, I, all of that sounds like, you know, that, that'd be me, man. Uh, that's a very good way to look at it. And again, a matchup that when it was announced, a lot of people were like, what? Yeah. Cause this, those guys, you know, could easily be in the finals. I mean, it's oh, yeah. like, um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Royal, but like I said, look out for a potential draw on that one. After that, another, I mean, these are all just perfect matchups. You got Manders taking on Alex Kane. Manders won the Future Showcase, uh, I guess, technically two Futures ago. Yeah, 2019. Um, 
2019 because 2020 was Nolan, but I always get thrown off by that because I wasn't like in Chattanooga how they normally do it, right? Right. Or was yeah, that? It was, that was at TWE. The it was at TWE, mm-hmm. but not, but not like it normally not be a part school. of the SCI weekend and everything. Yeah, right, right. exactly. Yeah, it was its own thing. It was like an action weekend. They had that. Um, but Alex Kane was a part of that 2020 futures. Well, there you go. And Alex Kane has blown up a lot lately too. I mean, we have Alex who's been doing stuff. You know, he's going to be a part of the the next season of of uh, MLW. Yep. You have Manders, who's you know part of the SGC, and like you see him in in uh, GCW stuff. I hadn't seen him in GCW in a minute, but he was in GCW quite a bit over the last year. Um, but stylistically, dude, this is another one where like I could definitely see it going either way. Um, Manders, you know, he, get, he gets a lot of love at SUP as well, but Alex Kane's been starting to show up there too. Um, you know, he won the Incarnation Gauntlet. Which was like my favorite match type ever. Um, for those of you who haven't seen that, watch that today. Watch the Incarnation Gauntlet from Southern Underground Pro. It's a gauntlet match. You know, what, you know, someone. It's one on one. Somebody gets beat, and new person comes in. But there was like different stipulations for every single pinfall or submission or whatever the the stipulation was. So like. You know, you could hypothetically have like a hardcore match and then win and then you're in a submission match and you could win that. <laughs> then you're in a you got to do a move off the top rope match or whatever. Like so. Yeah, I'm a big fan of both these guys. Um, you know, I don't know what the future for Manders looks like. I have no idea because um, he very much seems to me like a TV ready type wrestler. Like, I feel like he would fit in anywhere uh, given like his style and in his size and everything. Yeah. And Alex Kane, like we know, is in MLW right now. Um, so it's like both guys, I think, have a lot on the horizon. It's just a matter of who do I think advances in this tournament. Like, I think Manders might be a bit more well-established here, but I think Alex Kane could use it more. But he's also already with MLW. So, like, who? I guess it comes down to, like, who do I think that SCI is going to have access to more going forward? And I think the answer is probably Manders. But if you want to get over Alex Kane even more, having him beat Manders would, would be great for Alex Kane. And then stylistically, like you got Manders who's going to be doing, you know, a lot of clotheslines and shoulder tackles and, you know, picking you up and trying to hit the uh, the stampede and all that. You're going to have Alex Kane who does a lot of that stuff too, but also throws a lot of suplexes. So, Man, this is another one where it's like I got to go mind over heart almost, kind of like the Derek yeah. Neal and Eric Royal match. Like, like I want to say Alex Kane because of how on fire he's been, but I think Manders is gonna do more for for like the territory in the in like the immediate future, if that makes any sense. So yeah, I'm picking up where you're laying down. Yeah, but I also don't know how linked Manders is to, like, GCW at this point. Like, I don't know if he's going to be mainly doing that going forward or if, like, he's, you know, backed off on that a little bit because I haven't seen him as much there. And maybe he'll be, you know, doing more Southern Indies again. I have no idea. But because of the way Manders has, has been booked in the South, because of the way that he did with the Future Showcase a couple years ago, I'm going to go Manders over Alex Kane. But this is such, such a good matchup. Yeah, TV-ready match here. Both are going to be bringing it. 
Manders, of course, former Futures winner, wanting to be a Futures winner and an SCI winner. Um, Alex Kane been tearing it up at action, as you mentioned, the MLW debut recently. Uh, both very confident, both um, both really looking for a, a big win here that, like you're saying, it could do a little bit for both. Uh, it's, it's another one that I think a lot of people, by the end of the weekend, they're going to go back and say, like, that was that was just a damn fight. That was just a brawl. Uh, battle of like you're saying stampede versus suplex yeah yeah and just i think it's just be an awesome matchup that's another one where like it wouldn't surprise me if it went to a draw i guess but like whew, I'll, yeah very big fan of both guys can't wait for that one but i'm going to take the one called manders for my prediction up next in the, this this is where like this is very this is a very interesting one. So you have Jaden Newman versus Brett Eisen. Jaden Newman is a kid from Chattanooga who has been wrestling since he was like 15 and he's like a young veteran at this point. I remember I remember being in Chattanooga at the SCI and I remember so vividly this conversation because I remember it was as I was watching Two Cold Scorpio versus AJ Gray. And Jaden was in the stands and I would recognized Jaden because I'd seen him wrestle before, but he wasn't in the tournament. And I remember me and him standing next to each other, like in the in the bleachers. And I was just talking to him for a minute. And he was just like, man, one day, like I just one day, I just got to be a part of this tournament. Like this, like one of my is like his biggest goal at the time was like to just get in the SCI tournament in front of his home crowd where he's where he had been watching for years as a fan. And so I know how much this means to him to be a part of this. And then you have Brett Eisen, who, I mean, what what can you, what, I mean, you know him better than, and better than most. I mean, Brett Eisen, former Bone Storm champion, the, the, the name and face I think of first when I think of Southern Underground Pro, yep. a guy who's been a part of the SCI tournament before, um, a guy with, I mean, at this point, years and years worth of history, like in the Southeast. These are, this is pretty much the most, like if you had to pick, if you had to circle one matchup on this whole show, that's like, what's the most SCI match of the SCI? It's this one. Like these are the two guys that I think mean the most to the, to the scene in the Southeast. Um, and they're facing each other. So give me your thoughts on this. Obviously you're very close to Brett. Um, obviously you're very close to Jaden as well. You work TWE, he runs TWE. You're part of KOBK. You're with Brett all the time. You travel with Brett. I mean, this is, yeah, I want your thoughts on this one. Then I'll make my official prediction. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, honestly, I, when they announced it, I hated it because both of these guys deserve an opportunity to to get to that final, um, to get to that second round separately. I thought I thought the fact that they're going through each other, um, I didn't love it, but now that we're here, it definitely feels like. Um, it, it's a big moment for Jaden. Uh, he's been in there with Brett multiple times. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I don't think he's ever beat Brett, um, to my knowledge. Everything, every match that I've seen with him, I know Brett has has won. They've gotten progressively better, of course. They've gotten closer. Jaden's nearly got it a couple of times. That that match at SUP um, earlier this year was one of my favorites of the year because of how much it meant to both of them to have that match in the basement East for that brand. Uh, so here we are again in a venue that means a lot to all of us. Those two staring across each other, knowing that 
at the end of the day, it's a dream of both to win the SCI. Like you're saying about Jaden, you know, he wanted to be in this. He was in it. Um, he lost in the first round to AC Mack in 2019. Uh, Brett lost in the first round to Matt Tremont in 2019. Um, so both very hungry to really put their stamp on the SCI, how much this tournament means to them uh, and, and this match means to them. So uh, we, we've talked a lot about main events. Like this is the one that has the most weight I feel going forward and just with history and everything else, because no matter who comes out of this, there's going to be a, a happiness, I guess, for the other, but there's also going to be that, uh, that little bit of like, okay, like we've got to like, this is not over. Um, so uh, I, I'm very excited for it. I know Brett is really, um, he's really fired up to be in there with Jaden because of how much we all love and how much Brett and, and Jaden respect each other, love each other and all that. Uh, this is a match for Jaden, man. This is, uh, he's being put again in the first round. They're putting him in there with a pillar of the South, somebody that still doesn't get the credit he deserves in Brett Eisen. Um, so without a doubt, a, a, an opportunity for Jaden to really, really put his his first stamp on this tournament and then of course try to finish it if he can get through uh killer be killer bread ice and i'm excited for it i'm nervous for it uh, a lot of emotions man um without a doubt the one that means the most to me on uh, this whole weekend yeah yeah i i couldn't have said that better myself man i making a prediction on this one is very tough because like brett's been so well established in the south um Jaden as well. I mean, they both, yep. they're both pretty linked to one another. It's just one's kind of, you know, Brett's a little bit older and Jaden's, I mean, one of the youngest guys in the whole scene. Um, Jaden just hasn't had the opportunity yet to, to accomplish as much yet, but like, he, yeah, he's, but he's heading that direction. Like he's, I mean, we saw him, you know, he was doing stuff with Chikara, like before that all closed down and everything. I mean, like Jaden's really, his time's coming. Like, I mean, for sure. Um, I got to go Jaden over Brett in the first round. I think there's a story there for the, for this tournament. I when we'll get clo- when we get closer to it when I make my prediction for the whole thing, you know, I don't think I'll be saying Jaden Newman wins this whole tournament, but I think he wins the whole thing next year. I think you know, I think there's a story for this. I think I think I think he beats Brett and I think it's a really really good match and I think it's really close, and I think Jaden just barely gets the win, and then Brett gets up and shakes his hand and wishes him well for the rest of the tournament, because there's that mutual respect there, but, like, I think that, I honestly think it comes down to Jaden and whoever I wind up picking. I think Jaden's going to come, like, one pinfall or submission away from winning this whole thing this year, but next year, he winds up getting the job done, so... I gotta take I gotta take Jaden Newman over Brett Eisen for those reasons. But obviously I'm I mean, they're literally two of my favorite guys in the entire world of wrestling. Like I'm a huge fan of both these guys. Um I don't wanna see Brett lose, but I also think there's a really good story that can be told for Jaden. And it's also like it's part of it with Jaden for me also is like just knowing how long he's been involved and how young he is still but how much this means to him, like I was saying before, like this being in this area and, and everything, yeah. this is like his home ground tournament and everything. Like, it's like part of me just wants to say, like, it's been long enough, like to the people booking the show. Like, it's been I mean, they knew better than me. Like, they've known Jaden longer and they, they know way better what's better for their companies, obviously. But at, at a certain point, as a fan, you're just kind of like 
just pull the trigger on the dude. You know what I mean? He's ready. So like, I think I think Jaden gets the win over Brett. Hey, it's it's, it's hard to argue. It's uh, I mean, because of the the rise Jaden has Jaden has been on, has how close he's been. You know, every the last couple matches between these two, Jaden, it felt like it was his time. He almost had it. Uh, I know, again, it's a, it's a big old measuring stick uh, to be up there, but I know Jaden's ready for the challenge. And again, this is going to be, without a doubt, the, the most emotional match, um, barring, you know, moving forward, I guess. We don't know, I mean, if Jaden or, or Brett ends up in the finals and wins, then that'll be pretty emotional. But for what we know, this is, without a doubt, uh, the most emotional match for all of us on the weekend. Well, and also, to be honest, like, it's the way that I look at it, it's like if Brett beats Jaden, I think Brett needs to win the entire thing. Yeah, because like, and I'd be fine with that, obviously, huge Brett Eisen fan. But like the way that I see it is almost like I don't I wouldn't I almost, you know, I feel like Jaden's the only person on this show that it makes sense to have beat Brett one on one because of their history. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if it was Brett losing to anyone else, I'd kind of be like, damn, like pull the trigger on Brett. Like, I mean, come on, like he's like because I'd want him to probably win the whole thing. But like. If anyone on this card is going to beat Brett Eisen, it should be Jaden Newman. He's really the only one that I think makes the most sense because I just think the story is so good there. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to go Jaden. But, I mean, shit, of course I'm not going to be upset if Brett Eisen wins. I mean, Brett's Brett's my dude, man. Like, he's like I said, Sup's, Sup's my favorite company in the world. And, like, he's the first guy I think about when I think about Sup. So that that should tell you what I how highly I think about Brett Eisen. You know what I mean? So. KBK. KBK. There you go. Um. And then the last match we got in the first round here, Dana Makabe, the winner of the 2019 tournament, the most recent tournament they've done, taking on Adam Priest. So Makabe, for those of you who don't know, for my money, one of, if not the best technical wrestler in the world. Like, I think he needs to be said in the same breath as guys like Jonathan Gresham and Lee Moriarty and those types of dudes, like uh, Freddie Ahai. Like, Dana Makabe is, he's in that realm with those other dudes, which is like a very, very high compliment. Like Maccabi is an incredible technical wrestler. Adam Priest is a guy who kind of similar to Cole Radrick, in my opinion, when it comes to like, you see him and he looks kind of unassuming. Like he's not a very big guy. He doesn't look particularly flashy or anything, but then when the bell rings, the work gets him over. And then he, and then he exemplify or, or, um, he, uh, he like kind of turns it up to another level once like you've seen his work and you you become a fan of his wrestling. Then his character work puts him a little bit more over the top because like he is good on the microphone and he is good at generating heat. So, but I feel like you need to see him wrestle before you can really invest in him. Is is kind of where I'm looking at. Well, is kind of how I see it. Similar to Cole, like you see Cole and you're like, this guy doesn't really look like a pro wrestler. And then the bell rings, and you're like, holy shit, this guy's incredible. Like, I got to watch all this guy's matches. Um, so, like, Adam Priest is the same kind of way with me. Like, the guy is really, really good technically. So, this is, like, probably the best technical wrestling match I think we're going to see on the show. Um, like, give me your thoughts on this, because obviously you see a lot of Adam Priest with all the work that you do. And then Dana Makabe obviously is thought of very highly by the booking committee, considering he's, you know, won this tournament before. Yeah, big big time match, uh, of course. Priest, the 2021 Haas, uh, already had a, a very good year. Uh, he's obviously in that title picture down in New South. 
been making uh, been making some debuts. Of course, like you're, we, we've mentioned already, a, a big match at the end of the weekend for him in their uh, added precinct there with Jonathan Gresham on Sunday at IWTV 100. Um, so he, you know, he's really got a weekend ahead of him. I know he's excited about it in his own way. By excited, I mean a lot of expletives and like just kicking dirt around. That's what Adam Priest does. Um, outlaw shit. Uh, I'm very excited for Adam for for him to be in this match with the Daniel Maccabi that I agree with you doesn't get talked about quite enough um, as as great in that top tier the cream of the crop of technical wrestling that he is he brings so Priest in there with someone at that caliber before probably who knows on Saturday if he does be Maccabi and then you've got Gresham on Sunday so. Uh, a lot of lessons to be learned this weekend for Adam Priest. Uh, but I know he's up to the challenge. I know he wants this. He wants to be in there with the best all the time. Um, and it just goes to show you how highly everyone looks at, at Priest and how much respect he has gained. The fact that he does have all this coming up in one weekend. And uh, and to be in there with Daniel, who you, you'd have to say is the favorite in this match, even with everything we've seen out of Adam Priest, just knowing um you know knowing how daniel wrestles knowing the uh, the miles he's put on and and who he's been in there with and just the little shortcuts he knows because of the technical side you'd have to say that that makabe is the favorite but i don't think he's as big a favorite as maybe we all think on um you know just at first glance like like you're saying you know he he's the most recent winner looking to go back to back um makabe just so 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 good um I'm very excited for Priest, man. This is a real measuring stick match for him. If you can go in there and 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 get, you know, really push Daniel Maccabe to the limit or maybe get a win, like, that would be absolutely huge for Priest um, on, on a weekend that could really, really, really put him on the map if he already is on the map for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if Priest loses to Maccabe and Gresham, if he has good performances, which I have full uh, – yeah. You know, yeah. I fully think he will, you know, like his stock's going to rise even with the losses because he's going to have so many, just so many eyes on him this weekend. Um, and if he can just hang with Maccabe and Gresham, which once again, I fully expect him to do that. Um, this is going to be a big weekend for him, win or lose. Um, yeah, I I, I got to go Maccabe. I just have to. I, I just, you know, especially because, well, I'll talk more about Maccabe in a second because I think he'll be in the finals as well. Uh, so I... But huge shout out to Adam Priest. I mean, the guy's yep. killing it. And they still got the thing brewing with him and uh, Derek Neal in New South and That's everything. Right. So, like, he, there's, there is a bright future ahead for Adam Priest. We've seen him on AEW Dark a little bit, too, in the past. Yep. So, like, I mean, once again, huge things coming for Adam Priest, I think. Really big weekend. But I do have to go with the Anamakabe as my prediction to advance um, in the tournament. So as far as the rest of the predictions, I guess what we can do is I can do like because there's no brackets for those of you who don't know, like they don't yeah. announce the brackets until like that, like the night or the morning of the. I think it's after I think they, they usually announce like after night one, that'll be like these are your promote, you know, these are your your round two matches. Right. I just can't remember if it's the night of the show or like the next morning, but either way, like it'll. Yeah, we'll know after this round what the what the brackets look like. I guess for the sake of just a little bit of fun before we get out of here, I guess I'll do uh, because the finals will be a fatal or not a, a four way elimination is usually Correct. what the finals is. So I'll predict the final four and then who I think is going to win the whole thing. How about that? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So I'm going to say 
I'm just going to just browse the list real quick. This is tough. I think Makabe is going to be in there for sure. One. Because that's the story there, the potential back to back. I'm taking Jaden for all the reasons that I've said earlier. Love I think it. he should be in there too. And I think he should make it literally till the final two. Now the big question is who else? Yeah. I probably got, I probably got to put Eric Royal in there. Like the action champion. I feel like, I feel like he's gonna have a big showing for the tournament. So I got to go Eric Royal. And then the last one, it's like, I'm really torn between AC Mac and CMD. I think, I think Graham Bell would be fantastic. Any of these people would be fantastic, but it's like AC Mac is like, oh, but they've also kind of taken the kind of the pedal off the gas a little bit as far as like his just like super ultra push. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already kind of had the spotlight and it's kind of maybe time. Uh, I'm going to say CMD. So I'm going to go CMD, Eric Royal, Jaden Newman and Dana Makabe. Ooh, as, that's, as the, that's a that's a good ass four. Yeah, that would be a hell of a match. And then I think. I think it winds up happening. I think Eric Royal eliminates CMD. I think Jaden eliminates Eric Royal. I think that would be like Ooh. a big moment because that could set up something for them. Um, but then I think Dana Makabe is he goes two time. I think he beats Newman at the very end. And the main reason I think that there's two reasons. The first one being. The way that they, the way that the people involved in booking the SCI book things, they, I've mentioned some of these earlier, like the, the whole AC Mac coming in at number 30 and just winning, like stuff that like, as a fan, I would think like, this would be cool if they did something like this, but no company would really maybe even do that with the SCI. I feel like they're the same type of dudes running this stuff that are sitting there going, you know what? We've talked over year after year throughout the commentary and stuff about how there's never been a two-time winner. Like, let's just do a two-time winner. You know, like, and then the other reason is because of COVID. Makabe didn't really have the chance to take the momentum of his tournament win and run with it for the next year. I think this gives him an opportunity to kind of restart exactly where he left off pre-COVID and then go on like a massive indie run after winning this tournament again. Um so I'm going to say Daniel McCaba goes back to back and I'm going to take him as my, as my prediction for the SCI tournament. I cannot argue. Uh, I think that's a hell of a, a hell of a final. Um, I think there's plenty of story in that final. Uh, I'm here for it, man. What I would do next year, if both guys are still available, I'd have Newman beat McCaba in the first round next year. Like, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? As like, as like, a, almost like a way of getting revenge and proving he can, he can beat this dude. And then mm-hmm. I'd have new, I'd have Newman win the whole thing next year. So. Yeah. You're, you're, you're talking my language now, man. Cause that's, I mean, again, like just all the inner workings of that would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just me. I literally, any of these people could win the tournament and I won't, I won't be mad about it at all. Like even people that I thought might lose in the first round, like if big beef won the whole thing, I'm going to be happy for him. I think it'd be <laughs> awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I oh, think yeah. it's like a, you know, Logan Creed, I have him losing in the first round of John Davis. For all I know, Logan Creed goes on a run and wins the entire thing. Like, I mean, he's going to be believable no matter what. Look at the dude. Like he looks like a guy who would win a tournament like this. I mean, so 
Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Daniel McCabe is my prediction. Um, any other thoughts or any? Of course, make sure to plug all your stuff. But anything else you want to say before we sign off here, man? Yeah, no, uh, man, it's been always a good time to get on here, chop it up. Uh, thank everybody at SCI at Action for having me be a part of everything. Uh, it means so much to be a part of this this team. Yeah, follow me at most Kobk on Twitter. And uh, and everybody just like like Stephen let off with man. There's plenty to watch. There's plenty of great wrestling. There's some good combat sports this weekend. Like everybody just have a good weekend. Have some fun. Be safe. And uh, and I'm just I can't wait to to be talking to you after the weekend. We finally know who uh, who the 2021 SCI winner is. Hell yeah, man! I can't wait. Thanks again for joining. Um, anyone listening to this, make sure if you're not already signed up, sign up for IndependentWrestling.tv. Or go to IWTV.live. Those are two ways to get to the same website. Use code fight to talk F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K. Always one word with no space. Put that in the promo code spot. It helps me with my personal show that you're listening to right now, the Fight Talk podcast. It helps me, you know, potentially be able to pay people that, like, come on and help me on the show and upgrade equipment and stuff. And anything I make on the show, whether whether it's through merchandise or through donations or, like, whatever, it all gets reinvested right back into this stuff. Like, once again, to upgrade microphones, to get better cameras for when I'm streaming, like, to make the overall experience better for you as a viewer and a listener. Um, And it also something where, like, you know, this stuff gets expensive, like, and just so people know, you know, I have, I bought a, a laptop last year that is like a, it's a, it's a good laptop. And it was literally through selling t-shirts and getting donations through streams and through little ad revenue stuff here and there. And I just kept saving and saving until I was able to reinvest all of it into getting a new laptop, which gives me the the ability to continue to live stream and, and to continue to, to upgrade stuff as the technology changes. So y'all may not even realize how much directly supporting uh, me and this show is like for just the overall quality of these shows and being able to do these shows. So uh, using that code fight talk is just a very small way that you can help me out. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's a great service. Even if you don't use my code, it's 1 billion percent worth the $10 a month already with with without any code or anything like just support independent wrestling um it's really my favorite thing in the world like i love indie wrestling um i love the iwtv platform and uh and yeah just just support it if you want to listen to more of me talking about wrestling i'm on the fightful select weekender podcast every sunday um that's at uh, fightfulselect.com we're going to be doing some uh some more stuff through like Fightful's Twitch and I'll be on the Fightful YouTube channel for the UFC 265 watch along. So, uh, so join me with all that stuff, all the weekly shows I do with Doug Bateman and Jesse Davin. Um, I upload right here on the fight talk podcast feed. And we also do live on various YouTube channels. So everything I got going on, I just make sure to update on my Twitter, which once again, that's at fight talk underscore F I G H T T A L K underscore Anytime I got something going on, I always throw some links up uh, to give you all a chance to to join in. So that's everything I've got. Anything left uh, from you, Mose? No, nah, man. Uh, I TV this weekend. Shout out TWE, SCI, Futures. Hell yeah, man. For Jumping Johnny Mosley, I've been Steven Jensen. We'll be back 
together on here on probably like Monday or Tuesday talking yeah. mixed martial arts. So you yeah. can hear me and Moe's every week talking MMA right here on this podcast feed. Um, and you'll be hearing me on the weekender on uh, Sunday talking about the SCI tournament. And then I'll be uh, talking IWTV 100 the following Sunday because I'll probably record the show before IWTV 100 happens. So that'll be instead once again. I've been Stephen Jensen. That's been Jumpin' Johnny Mosley. You guys have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon.